Today is Season 1, Episode 6 of Daily Sped Reading. Today we're finishing the blog post from Episode 5, Good Grief, So Much Paperwork. The instructional code, or IA, when transferring between grade levels or school can sometimes get a little muddy. Be sure to document their schedule and instructional codes. Double check that they are receiving all the support they need in inclusion and special ed. Does your child receive transportation services? If so, find out the bus number for the AM and PM pickup. Make sure your students are where they need to be. If they don't receive transportation services, collaborate with parents for drop-off and pickup. Medicaid billing. My students receive personal care services during the school day. We bill for Medicaid funding, and I don't want to skip over a student that can receive medical funding, although our coordinator would track me down if I wasn't billing. Yay for checks and balances. Now, I want to get to know the kiddo, not the legal qualifying assessment info. I can do this by reviewing their FIE, PLAFs, accommodations, and modifications. I note the most important information. I include any information I need to clarify with previous schools, staff, and parents. Now we're on to page two. I list all related services the student receives. I want to know who will be coming in to support and service the student. I need to know communication methods, or at least if they use total communication, a device program, sign, etc. Allergies, medical needs, and so on. Include everything you can in here. Check with the nurse and double check with parents. Also can be included in asthma, birthmarks, medicine at school, tactile sensitivities, needs food chopped or pureed, drinks only with a straw, gluten-free, only eat food from home, lactose intolerant, no milk, doesn't use utensils, pockets food, etc. I also include hygiene info here. Is the student independent in the bathroom? Do they wear pull-ups with a 15-minute timer for potty training purposes? Does the child request bathroom? Do they have an aversion to flushing the toilet or the blow dryers for their hands? Do they play in the sink and overflow the water? Do they flush items down the toilet? You get the idea. Behavior and VIP. Include as much information you can in here too. Describe what a good moment and a meltdown might look like for each student. List triggers and supports to help students during a crisis situation. Talk to parents and previous staff. Read the Functional Behavior Assessment, FBA if they have one, and learn about their functions from the Behavior Intervention Plan, the BIP. See what their most recent progress is with the IEPs and progress notes. Likes and dislikes. This is another necessity. You can't start school without knowing what the student likes and dislikes. Would you go to work without getting paid? We wouldn't perform our job very well if we weren't getting paid. You can also use a reinforcement assessment on the first day and find out what the student will work for. They usually don't work unless they get paid. I definitely wouldn't work if I didn't get paid, despite how much I really love my job. Voila! You dug into the important parts of the child's paperwork. Copy this workflow sheet and share it with your support staff. More than likely, if you're overwhelmed with 35 or more pages, they will be too. Page 3 is a goal grouping sheet. Some of my kids have similar goals. 
I group the goals together so I can plan my lessons based on similar goals. It also helps align the standards or skills I should focus on. After the first week of school with the kids, I go back and reread this workflow. I make notes, answer questions, and I document new things I observed that weren't listed in the IEP. When you have the next R, you can include this updated information in the class or wherever relevant. You're killing two birds with one stone by getting a new baseline for the PLAFs when school starts. I place the completed workflows in a binder for easy access. Staff can have quick reference of their workflows and IEPs. I also save a digital copy since it is a fillable PDF. Then my students that return next year already have some of it completed. You could house them in Google Drive, OneDrive, a USB drive, a folder on your computer, etc. To remember all the upcoming IEPs and FIEs or reads, I use a one-page IEP overview page. It keeps me organized and on track for the whole year. Today's sponsor is otter.ai. Take smarter notes with one month of otter.ai Pro Lite. It's the best voice note tool ever. Get 600 free transcription minutes a month to record your thoughts, memos, meetings, and more. Until the next DSR blogcast, find out how to connect with today's author and access our sponsor information at dailyspedreading.blogspot.com. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Daily Sped Reading. Stay passionate and keep learning. Mm-hmm.